You guys ready to be counted yes, in? Yes, I'm ready, James. Oh, yeah. Ready in Hamesh. Shalosh. Shtaim. Stupid. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast with Christina P. Ah, uh, meow meow. Thanks for joining me today. I have Annie with me. Say hello to everybody. Hey, it's your boy. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you for joining me today. Thank you for having me on. Do you want to? I love it. I'm I love finally you. Finally in the mommy world. I love you because I feel like I want to have you guys on here. We have you in the booth, but maybe it'll be fun to pull you out one by one and do this from time to time. Oh, yeah. oh wait, will you pull up my dates, Gene? Ooh. I have added a fuckload of dates, and Annie says he wants to read them. I do. All right, are you ready? You look so, like Britney Spears in that picture. Oh, stop you it. You do. I'm serious. She's. I hear she's doing well these days emotionally. <laughs> Old Britney Spears. Old Britney Old Spears. Britney. That's okay, what I say. Thank you, <laughs> Old Britney Spears. Um, so I Nashville, guys, just I'll do the first one, then you do okay, Just so you do. know, I've now added a seventh show. Thursday night, I've added a late show. That is seven shows. That is the last one I'm going to do. Nashville's going to be bananas. So there you go. Go ahead, Eddie, take it away. And then, whoa, a lot of stuff <laughs> that I can't read because he's moving too fast. Funny Bone, April 9th in De- Des-, Des Moines. Uh, in Iowa, United States. You could buy tickets now. <laughs> April 9th, oh boy. And then Des Moines again in April 10th. Yeah, I'm really not good at this. April 9th You're through 11th, gonna... <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa, the funny vote. Okay, and yeah, then okay. April 23rd yeah. through? Through? 25th, I believe, is? Is the... <laughs> no, it's through the 24th. It's oh. Stand Up Live uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. Fartnix, Arizona. Fartnix, my bad. Oh, and then one night only. That one, read it. Uh, it was. It's going to be West Palm Beach mm-hmm. in Florida. May what is 6th. That? H- Horda? In Horda. Horda. West Balls Beach, Horda. West. <laughs> one night only, kids. And then. And then July 15th. San Antonio. Hey. I got you. I got you. Let's do this. I don't, I don't yeah, want to do this took, all the time. You, yeah, you're in it. You're in the rhythm. In in Texas, laugh out loud. Oh, uh, that one lasts until uh, the 16th, 17th. Uh, no, Dang. keep going. 17th. Lasts until the 17th. So July 16, <laughs> 17, laugh out loud. I'm doing a great job. If anyone's you're doing great. listening to this, they're like, where the fuck do I go to watch Christine? I don't even understand. Can you get to it? <laughs> So the twenty second of July, I'm going to tell you. Go Listen ahead. Up. Uh, uh, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty Brownship, uh, Ohio. <laughs> the Liberty uh, Funny Bone. I've never done that one. Liberty Funny Bone. That's a new one. July twenty second through I think twenty third. It looks like, and then through finally 23rd. Oklahoma City Bricktown Comedy Club, September twenty third through twenty fifth. I've never done that one either. This is all uh, new to me. It's new stuff. All right, anyway, that's into September. Thank you, Annie. That was extremely painful and slow, and everybody wants to die now. That wasn't my... <laughs> I wish I wish people could see what I had to I read know. from. <laughs> I know. I had like four lines of text. I know. Well, be, uh, it, and also the way it's laid out now. Yes, it's it's very yeah. counterintuitive. But you did, a, you did a good job for your first time. I appreciate you. I really love you. I, I appreciate you. I love you. I hope you don't fire me. I don't fire... I'm not going to fire you. I think you're fantastic. Um... I want to bring up, so I went to Austin with my son, just my five-year-old and I. I have not slept in two, two days because he sleeps next to me, but he kicks me all night, sleeps on my head, pulls of my course. hair. 
of course. But anyway, we were at this park hiking, and we're out there. There's nobody there. You can hike at a park? You can hike at parks in Austin without fucking oh. douchebags running around on their cell phones next to you every two minutes. It's amazing. <laughs> we're out there, man. He's throwing rocks. I have to pee. So I pull my pants down out there because there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. And I'm wearing these big, wide-legged Adidas tracksuit bottoms. Of course, always. Yeah, always. Styling. Of course. <laughs> I think I fucking look like shit, even though I'm hiking. So I go, I pull my pants down, I take a pee, I go back to sit down. I discover both my legs are drenched in piss. <laughs> Not even like a tiny amount of piss. The Both wide legs are just on the back covered in piss so Fuck. so you thought so you thought you pulled your pants all the way down and i and here's the deal how did I, this happen i did i did now <laughs> i i i've done this once twice before in my life sorry <laughs> uh, 1998 um halloween evening in the castro in san francisco i dressed up as genie from i dream of genie i pulled down my pants drunk in a sewage drain and i did the same thing i pissed all over my halloween costume and it was freezing and then I pissed on my uniform skirt in high school as well. I thought I was, uh, yeah. Anyway. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're, saying, you're saying that you took your pants all the way down and I then they did. got drenched in the in, sewer? Right? right, that was the genie costume. I think I pulled my pants down, I went, I squatted, and then the genie pants got put into the sewer, like the, the wash, you know, the okay. sidewalk. Yeah. And then I pulled my pants up and it was brown filthy and it smelled horrendous and, and <laughs> I course. pissed, yeah. And then I had <laughs> to walk walk. home. <laughs> that night in piss sewage fuck yeah so so the best part isn't my kids there and then he goes i have to take a poop mom so now the clock <laughs> is ticking like i gotta find somewhere this kid can take a dump it's covid there's no, nothing open and uh, i'm covered in piss so i find a restaurant and we go in with my suitcases and then i change and he takes a dump and it's fine but but then you know i'm flying all day and i've got piss on my legs what do you do this is like yeah. the new Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> like, how did you accomplish all this in one day? It's so exhausting. Jesus. Mom Impossible. Pit, that, I don't, wow. Have you peed on yourself lately? Uh, Definitely not lately. Have I ever? I don't think I've ever peed on myself. I did shit myself once. Really? Once. Share the story. Yes, I think once. Uh, if I did ever again, I definitely blocked it out. But this one I can't because I had to. Call, I was on a date, <laughs> and um, <laughs> best time to shit yourself is on a date. Was it with a stranger, or are you? This is like a recurrent. It was a stranger. Yeah, she was. Uh, uh, she was just some photographer. We're doing an event together, so I was like, "Oh, I'll take you to this." There was a festival that was going on. And it was like, okay, I had a lot of food there. Yeah, and a lot of the food apparently didn't agree with my stomach, and so I went into. I don't like bathrooms. I'm pretty sure it's been understood yeah. by now. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I got a thing with that. So I went and found like this um, uh, hidden, ba like a bathroom that was in a place where nobody was. So like mm. I went in like a different corridor of an unlocked door behind Oh, you're it, so whatever, lucky. Whatever. A safe, found, a safe yeah. haven is what they're called. And this is why. Because yeah. I went there and so I'm pissing. It's just a urinal. I'm just peeing the urinal. And I like really let go. And then you know, you know, when you get that same that that pee fart combo, yeah, it's yeah. Mm, when it's just right, yeah. And so I did that, <laughs> yeah. And this one was particularly like relieving. I was like, wow, oh. this is great. And then you feel the heat <laughs> and the seeping, and you start smelling. <laughs> 
and I'm peeing. So it's like, I can't even do anything about it yet. I just have to like, oh, I shit myself, but I have about another minute until I get to do anything about it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, by the time I was done peeing, it was like to my shoes. Oh was, my God. It was donezo. It was donezo. Oh my God. And you know me, I keep it locked and loaded. So yeah. once it's time for me to go, that's... <laughs> It was everything was out. So what um, did you do then? I never talked to her again. Of course. I never told her. And I called my friend, my homie, uh, <laughs> shout out to my dude, uh, Sean. Oh, I love him. I called him and I got him to uh, bring me <laughs> new clothes. He brought me a blanket so I could like wrap because I still smelled like shit even in the new clothes. <laughs> it's not like you can take a shower in a sink. I mean, I tried, but it's pretty bad. Well, human poop really lingers. <laughs> yeah. My car, um, I had to, it was a lease, and so I had to give oh. back the car pretty soon. Oh. Really glad, though, because, I mean, I feel bad for whoever <laughs> bought that car, but I didn't have to deal with it for very much longer. But now, it was there the whole time. How great yeah. is a Sean? The best. I mean, the best. to have a friend on speed dial like that who <laughs> drops everything, what was he doing when he got that call? I don't know. I don't even know. I, I didn't have time to ask anything except, hey, man, can you be in Anaheim <laughs> in the next now like yeah. right now and, and he's yeah. like yeah yeah what do you need he got into traffic i mean for those of you who not aren't familiar with la so where are you where is he coming from in la oh man at the time i feel like actually i think he was somewhat close i think he was in irvine okay so it's not so it wasn't super crazy far. it anaheim's far af if you're in la proper you're like from here that's... it's what like hour and a half minimum <laughs> 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 in the morning it's 12 hours yeah. like because i i'd have to say like there are very few people on this planet i would do that for tom segura i'll do it for oh yeah, a yeah number yeah. one like yeah. babe i shit my yeah of course let's go kids in the car we're gonna go but a friend <laughs> that's you, real you really have to know that friend we need to make a shirt for him that's like a friend of the year like <laughs> i helped any when he shit himself oh god or, like please. we need to commemorate <laughs> That kind of a friendship, right? Mm, we, That's a special we, bond. We really should. Um, maybe you know, he saved me in so many other times. Yeah. Let's talk about those Go times. Ahead. Let's. I mean, I can't think of them right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah but he's, but he's any a other good time dude. than this would be good. He's a good <laughs> I want to shirt this. Okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. No. He's he's the best. He's he's been my my literal family since. I mean, I've known him for ten. That's amazing. 11, 12 years. Very now. lucky. Very fortunate. Well, I'm glad. Thank you for sharing that story. <laughs> and I'm sure people listening are like, I, I think almost everybody has a great I've shit myself story. I once, I sharted, as we all know, famously on the way to Africa. I, sh I sharted, for, I ate tacos in the Atlanta airport. I don't think I heard this. Story. Oh, yeah. First time I sharted, I had tacos. And then I, the flight is like 20 hours. It's what so type long. of tacos? Well, really good ones at the Atlanta <laughs> airport. They were so good. They, the chorizo in there, and extra spices. Chorizo. Yeah. Oh, boy. And I, we were sitting in first class. We we cashed in all of our Delta points. So we got, to, they were bringing around the ice cream cart. <laughs> and there was like the buffet of everything. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, ice cream, all of it, all of it. And I farted and I was like, this is something interesting. This is something new. Were you in the, the seat? I was in my seat. Oh, and I went to the bathroom in the, the you know, tiny airport air, airplane. Mm -hmm. And I looked and there was just like a perfect Hershey's kiss there. Just like a little brown melted kiss. And I was like, well, this is interesting. Mm. What the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> now, the good thing is I carry only a carry-on. So I had underwear on my carry-on. Oh, okay. And I switched it out and I was fine. 
Okay. But I thought boy, you were going to say you put it in your carry-on. The dirty panties? No. Yes. I, so it could be hey, hidden. Where'd you put them? In, there's a trash in the trash. Okay. In the trash. Can, I forget. In the trash. Does the toilet have a little hole in it? It yeah. does, right? That it, it sucks stuff out? You could not flush stuff down there. I would not. Huh? I think you might clog it and then mm. you'd be really unpopular on you, the plane. You know, I mean, what I would do. I mean, look, I've been, it, it's because of stuff like that, because uh, yeah. it, it's just a constant cycle of, of uh, not wanting to go to the bathroom, so I put yeah. more attention towards that, so that whenever I do, everyone's paying attention. So, like, uh, I've done that so many times now, where I've just, I've just blamed it on other people. Like, if I ever go in, and it's, then it smells like garbage when I come there, just like, oh my God, man, I'm just like, I know, right? Who the fuck was that? Like, I never that admit animal. to that. Yeah. I would for sure, I'd, I would walk out. If it did get clogged, I'd walk out and be like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Who in here? <laughs> I did this. Today, on an airport? Now we're going to have to <laughs> smell. I'd make yeah. a big thing about make it. it. That, that yeah. deflects the energy, yeah. Instantly. So I wanted you on today's show because you grew up as I did with a single mom. I did. And I yes. think it's interesting. I have so many people who listen to the show who are single parents and it's interesting to hear of a boy growing up with a mom now i'm a girl with a mom it's supposed to be awesome my mom was crazier than cat shit uh, what was your so just give me a little bit of your background and then we're going to get into some <clears throat> wmma official business but uh Ooh. yeah you know we got a recap there's a lot of talk about my menstrual episode last week <laughs> uh so tell me about what was your life give me br the abridged mom and dad meet yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know much about their relationship before me. Apparently, it was great and all that. I don't really know. But uh, once they uh, had me, my dad was hustling here in uh, in Hollywood. So it was basically just like, Meaning are we going to go career he or had, relationship? He, had, he, he, he was uh, in the nightclub business, yeah. let's say that. Okay, yeah, so yeah. he was hustling that way. Right. He, well, he so he started out as a bouncer um, at Dublin's and somehow through his weird ability to uh, take opportunity he became the owner of dublin it's amazing in in hollywood it's a, and for those of you who don't are aware of the, the history of comedies which is odd that we end up working together so odd when you guys said that name i was like uh, which which club dublin it, it's bananas because i think we should bleep out the name by the way of this oh. club because i don't want people googling and finding any's dad okay oh you can't you, you can't you, you can't find anything about him what yeah <laughs> He's he's a he's this like, other thing about me. He's try a cool to find. Guy. Why don't you try to find any? <laughs> try to find like anything past me, past this show. I get you know. Yeah. We're we're a very uh, ghosts. Uh, yeah yeah family uh, of of secretive fucks. But yeah, um, you could Google if you want. I, I sh I've tried because like I've tried to look for old articles and stuff on them, and there's like I think I found one, and you can like see like a darkened shadow of his face i'm like that's him that's my dad i saw him like oh shit so much like his parenting he was kind of an absent figure <laughs> oh my Even god in the... so but where's just... my dad where's my dad where's my dad uh... <laughs> that's your podcast that's me yes <laughs> coming soon <laughs> which sadly is a lot of people's story at least in in our age range i don't know I just, maybe now the gen wires are so much better at that but Dude, most people I know grew up with shitty dads, if they had a dad. So your mom and dad meet, and then what? He, you're born, and he's like, all right, I'm doing my thing. I'm... I feel like in his head, um, I mean, he's always been a go-getter, and um, I think he reached this point. He's got a real issue with intimacy, and I think he, my mom was that person 
that showed him that it can be okay. You can be intimate. You can be that person that you're so afraid to be. And um, so he thought that that was it and that this is going to be so marriage, the kid, the whole the house, the whole thing. And I think he just found out that he couldn't do it. Yeah. And so event like he went back to work and especially getting more and more uh, responsibility and, and respect. It was like it was only a matter of time that he would go that way. Because all 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 me and my mom was was responsibility. It was drag, you know boring. <laughs> all he wanted. <laughs> no sex and fun times at home with a baby. Yeah. Oh, I know. Listen, I think you and I relate because my father is of a similar nightlife lane. It was like we came to America, and he was like, "All right, I'm gonna go get get my my you know fuck on in the valley," and yeah. like. It was like, oh, uh, yeah, being home with a kid is 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 a dr- it, it can be if you're not mature enough, you're not ready to give up the nightlife. And, ready, and, yeah. and props to him, by the way, that Dublin's was legendary on the comedy scene. It, Dane Cook was known to just blow out the doors. You know, Jay Davis at the time was booking. It was the hottest spot in Los Angeles to do comedy, and it was legendary. So, you know, if you're if you're a guy who wants to is prone to that nightlife you want all that that was a perfect place for him yeah uh okay i I, I still can't believe because i mean i was a kid at that time and i was there like i'd be at that's wild we could have you could have seen i could have seen you too like (laughs) not me i don't think i was going up uh, there yet but dan cook you probably saw dan cook a few times and i could have i want the only i remember seeing uh andre 3000 talk to me uh (laughs) he talked to me when i talked to snoop dogg plenty of fucking times uh eminem and I forget, I forget who else, but yeah, no, it no, was wild. never, never comedians. I had no idea there was that that was even going on. I grew, I grew up not even knowing there was a comedy scene, like a a thing of, of it. You know, I I knew right. there were shows and and uh, uh, stand up, but I didn't know there was like a community and a and a thing. A I don't know. I just thing. grew up not knowing. Well, Dublin's too was a hot the hot spot on Sunset, anyways. Right, but right, then right. in addition to that, it became like this mecca. And so I was an open micer, and I'd go and watch like the bigger dogs perform there. Wow! So, so mom is stuck is is stuck raising the baby, which yes. is I think the single mom story. I mean that that is what happens, and so it's you and mom, and that's tough. It's always tough. It's it's hard for mom to play both dad and mom. And I I feel like it's the hardest job in the world, and because yeah. um, it's. Even being a parent, I'd say I imagine. I mean, I haven't done it, but I imagine being a parent is, if not the one of the hardest jobs in the world. Yeah, and the most important. And I don't know yeah. why society is poo-pooing this shit. The feminist movement, as much as I love it, messed that up for women. We should be exalted. Mm. We should be. I should be fucking worshipped. Where my mom's worshipped at, right. bitch, because this is the most important job. But anyways, yes, it's a hard gig, and your poor mom had to do it alone. Yeah, and and it's Ugh. she had to do it. Props with, to Eddie's with, mom. Dude, my mom. All right, mom. I know you're listening. Whatever you think about this, I'm sorry. I, whatever. I love you. You were the best. We love you. Look what you created. Yeah. I'm the shit. You are. Kind of. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> but I think I, too, I, I shit my pants in public. Yeah. And I have a friend that can save me from it. <laughs> Some people that's can't a, say that. That's a win. That's what it's W. But I do think it it informs. I mean, look. It informs my sensitivity to people growing up the same way. You know, you, yeah, you're always more sensitive to immigrants, to 
because I grew up immigrant too, and to that those layers of whatever makes you it makes you a fucking better person in the long run. I'm I'm sensitive to moms in yeah. in that way. Like if if I'm whatever you know I'm like messing around. There's always that point where if I know that like you play games, you know, like you you get with with this, you get with that, and um, if I know if there is a child involved, Ooh. it just changes the game so much. Where it's like this is not, I have to see myself out unless I am ready to take that full the oh, whole yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Because I just I just can't. I just can't. I it's I tell you, funny. my father really. Uh, my mom was pretty great about shielding me from men she was dating until they were like real real but i met every pretty much like so many of my dad's hoes and, I, mm -mm. and every one of them i was like are you my new mom are you the one can i be can i please uh. and like it, it they don't, i don't think they understand how how traumatizing and how annoying that is to children because you really you get attached as a kid and you want that person in your life and then I would get their names mixed up. I would call Barbara Susan and Susan Stacy, and, and he would get mad at me like you're fucking ruining my game. And I'm like, what? You were just like the last game. girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I would be so stoked when he'd bring home like an American, like just a normal American girl. I'd be like, please just stick around, like, you know. Yeah, just a normal American woman who knew how to cook like French toast or you know. Like. <laughs> my my dad taught me so early on to not like or to think that I didn't need intimacy from a dad that any dude that my mom brought around, mm. I just used them for things. Oh. Like I just I knew that my oh, mom uh, I knew that they needed my mom way more than I needed them. So it was like guess what a uh, pokemon movie just came out guess who's gonna take me to see it homie and just like you're gonna come with me i had dudes sleeping in theaters watching like really? cartoon movies with me and shit yeah you're much smarter than i was i was just an asshole are you an only child yeah oh so same so oh. but i didn't have that level of resourcefulness to manipulate them i wish i would have yeah although yeah. i did get one of my dad's coked up whore uh she knows she was just on cocaine one of his girlfriends to take me to Farrell's one time when she met up with her ex-husband there. I was like, he's like, I gotta go meet my ex-husband. I'm like, can we do it at Farrell's? <laughs> it was an ice cream parlor. <laughs> at Farrell's. And I remember like, this is sweet. This is good. My life is good. Hell yeah. Yeah, so that's good. So you saw them for kind of who they were. Like they were just you're, there for mom. You're whatever. here for now. And, for now, and yeah. Let's see how, how uh, you know, stretch we can make that wallet. Just for you. How deep those pockets, homie. And good for your mom for rolling with dudes that would give you money. Why not? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was because she, she's always been like she needs a man, man. You know, she doesn't need a, a man that's trying to like only just stay and, and be, I don't know, supportive or whatever. She needed that. <laughs> she had to be that. Uh, so, yeah, I had to do build me a pool table. What? One time. That's kind of sweet. A dude, he, he, well, I, I built it with him, but he bought all the parts. It was like thousand dollar plus thousands of dollars of project. And he was just like, yeah, sure. Let's do it in my it's backyard. Amazing. Like, cool. Well, you're very good at building things and figuring out how things work now. Maybe that you're a smart kid. I love you're it. very smart. Uh, obviously. Mm. Yeah. You're, you're pretty good. Uh, I know a couple of things mean, about computers. Yeah. That's I'm still pretty stupid. Listen, in every other way. No. You think so? <laughs> where, where are you stupidest? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, God, having this conversation. <laughs> I'm, fu I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot, it's, too. It's, it's, uh, uh, I remember, because I grew up with, with, with uh, shit, 
big part about not having, and you're hearing it right now, actually, big part about not having a dad was uh, I never had that sense of discipline mm. because my mom could only punish me for so long and tell me, be like, all right, mom, like, why don't you relax? Just don't push me, you know, don't touch me. But with a dad, it's like you're always going to have that sense of like, I know I can't fuck around yes. this far. That's like, so there's always true. that boundary. So without that boundary, I feel like, and whatever, I could be wrong. Maybe it's just genetics or something. But um, I think that's what led into my ADHD because it let me just do and say and be whoever I wanted. So I was here, there, this, that, whatever. Tomorrow I feel like being this. I'm going to be this. And no one's going to do anything about it. And so now I still have that. And that's that's what I'm saying about this whole just having a conversation. I feel so like dumb trying to do it because I that's what happens in my head. I'm going from this to this to that to well, this you're to this. Very, your wiring is, is that way. I don't think you're dumb at all. I, I think it's normal to feel dumb on podcasts because every mm -hmm. time I'm done recording, I'm just like, God, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I say stupid. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for that one. That was dumb. I think, that's, I think if you're doing it right, podcasting, you feel dumb. Like mm. after this, you should feel profound shame and being like, did I say too much? Was that too much? Then the answer, if the answer is yes, that was a good show. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I always uh, have to give yeah. uh, Josh Potter after his show. Oh we we always go do a therapy session outside basically because he's like, was it good, man? Like, how was, was that? Funny? Was, was that funny? a good? I'm like, dude, you were good. He's like, I just never know. You know, I just, it's the lights and everything. <laughs> Welcome to the comedian's <laughs> brain. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming in. And then, oh, oh, what was I going to talk? Oh, that that subject you were just talking about, the yes. dad stuff, especially for boys. And I know there's no such fucking thing as gender, which is horseshit. But mm -hmm. I think Fuck there's it's it's antithetical to science. Okay, guys, let's just call it what it is. It's, yeah. it's nonsense. It, it's it's it, complete nonsense. Uh, yes, there's stuff that society does put upon you as a, as a man and a woman, but it is not a hundred percent society. There are genetic things, hormones that take whatever. The point is. Uh, you do need a man when you're a boy, especially I hear when you become a teenager to flex on you and be like, no, 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 dad's the alpha. Absolutely. And Tom has discussed, has talked about it with, with me, with his father. Like there comes a time in a boy's life, like, yeah, when you can physically hurt your dad and you have to know that your dad can kick your ass so that you kind of stay in line. Yes. And I did help. My dad wasn't a absent dad. He was just like weekend dad, party dad, you know? Um, but knowing that he would kick my ass if I fucked up too hard, right. was like, oh dude, like, yeah, your dad kicks your ass. That's totally what dads do. And, it, and it's, and, and it's like, you don't even have to, it's not like, don't like beat your children, but it's literally like the fact that I know, I just know he could yeah. say something, just say a certain yep. word in a certain yes. tone. And you just know what that means. Yes. <laughs> you know that you don't fuck around anymore. Like, yes. I mean, you ex I'm sure pe a lot of kids experienced it at school, too, with like bullies or, or yeah. if they said something to some guy they shouldn't. They thought they were yeah. being funny and they're like, oh, I shouldn't. Uh, whoops. Uh, you know that feeling and you need that to like to stay on some type of track of sub yeah. some kind. Well, because eventually you're going to come across a person who isn't woke. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, we can try and woke up all of society it ain't gonna happen it ain't mm -hmm. gonna fucking happen go to the south bro like uh <laughs> yeah. go go any place that's <laughs> not like california uh new york seattle portland like it, it good luck asshole you, you got to be resilient okay um yeah so much business to catch up on i'm so happy that you're sitting here next to me me too first I'm of all this is so much fun um okay i found out recently uh dr seuss is canceled 
And some of you have emailed me wanting to know my thoughts on that. Let's see why, because I, I don't care anymore to even find out why people are canceled. So let's make sure I'm not on the wrong side of history, but I don't think I am. Who, who, who? What did he do? Who, who? <laughs> did you make that up? Hmm. <laughs> First of all, let me tell you, it, 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 in all sincerity, I love Dr. Seuss. I read the cat in the hat to my kids. Yes. Um, other than that, the other books are a nightmare, and I will find myself... Um, skipping multiple pages like uh, Horton Hears a Who. It is oh. unbearable and it, it's too hard to read the alliteration and the blah, 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 the cadence is really tough, especially mm. during bedtime. Yeah, so, rhyme it. Yeah, bro. So I'll skip, I'll do like 10 page turns at once on Dr. Seuss <laughs> <laughs> books. Okay, so. <laughs> Your kid doesn't understand any of the story that's going on. He doesn't understand. These kids are dopes. Okay. Okay, so let's let's go. Dr. Seuss, so what is this now? Is that the, the Linux or something? What is this? So what? It's, a, it's an animal in a cage and this is offensive. The people under the animal are what is are, being found offensive. Okay. And who, what, who? They're um, a stereotypical depiction of, I think, Chinese people. Are they Asian? I can't even oh, see. But I, I thought who's had, um, I mean, generally in the in the drawings of Dr. Seuss, a lot of them, a lot of the time they do have. Oh, now I see it. Oh, they're like Chinese. Okay. So, so they're, are they supposed to be slaves? Is this meant? Uh, I, I mean, it definitely looks, yeah, I could see how they look Asian, but yeah, but why is that a bad thing that they look? Yeah. Like, are they, is he saying that? Because it's like an offensive stereotype to draw them in that manner. And then the text reads with helpers who all wear their eyes at a slant. Okay. Uh, (sighs) So is it, so whenever this was written in 19, whatever, I don't know, 50, maybe 40 whenever Dr. Seuss was a thing. Oh, this isn't even a new thing. No, this is, this is old as shit. Oh, come on, So you're going to judge <laughs> this book by 2021 standards, and we're going to retroactively erase and cancel people. It is nuts. That's so dumb. That'd be like if there was a, a hundred... When 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 did slavery end? What was that, 1800-something? Gosh, I don't know. I don't know either. Okay, early Dr. Seuss depict... depict okay. 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 Listen. Listen. I don't even want to go down. Let me. Let me tell you who else depict racist people. Little. Little unknown um, animation man named Walt <laughs> Disney. There's a movie yeah. called Song of the South. Um, Walt Disney himself was known to be a raging anti-Semite. He was also a, a misogynist. And if you want to go down that rabbit hole, now you were saying on Disney. I know. I notice on Disney Plus now when I start a movie, there's a warning. It's like, hey, the the things that you're going to see don't necessarily represent the views of our company. This was at the time acceptable yes. or whatever, but we don't want to erase history as though it never happened. Yes. Please enjoy the show. And I, and I think this, exactly. is, this is a great way to teach children, I think more so than erasing. Right. And Peter, look, it's all, anything can be problematic if you look hard enough. Don't worry about it. Right. Wasn't Dumbo at a point? Was Dumbo Like I, I thought Dumbo, too. something about... <laughs> was it a, was it a black person or something? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. You're you're a black person. It's it's. It, should we be offended? You no, tell me. That's that's what I was trying to say. I mean, I don't remember. I don't know uh, when slavery ended, but let's say it ended a hundred years ago, and somebody one hundred years old had a slave, and they are still alive today. What am I going to go do? Beat up a hundred year old man for something he did a hundred? It's 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 weird to look punish someone for something that far back i mean what wait isn't 
is it murder that has what, what's the statute, statute of limitations, limitations on murder is murder infinite we were talking about this is at it? lunch like yeah. two weeks ago murder's infinite? infinite yep okay all right what about being a racist piece of shit? Yeah. Like, I mean, isn't okay? <laughs> like, okay, so okay, but here's also the other, the second debate, which is, can you separate people from their work? And I have just made a list, you guys, of people off the top of my dome the other day in the airport. These are people that you've probably loved for many years, and I love to, I like making this list. By the way, I have collected these in my brain to remind myself that people are fallible; they're not perfect. And maybe you can still enjoy parts of their work and personality because people are not black and white. They mm -hmm. are shades of, of complicated gray. They're but Mexican, they're Asian. They're Mexican, they're Asian. <laughs> they're Blasian. They're, okay. they're bi, they're trans. They're trans, they're poly. Here we go. Here's, just so you guys know, uh, here's a list of guys who died while masturbating. Robin Williams, Anthony Bourdain, David Carradine. This is the guys who jerk it while choking themselves. Right. I'm pretty right. sure they all three died, which is a pretty embarrassing thing. I don't think it's a racist thing. It's just naughty. Uh, Elvis Presley hooked up with Priscilla Presley. She was 15 years old at the time. Ooh. Jerry Lee Lewis married his cousin, who was 13 years old at the time. Chuck Berry peed on girls. There's video of that. Mm. Martin Heidegger, a philosopher, was a well-known Nazi. That guy, uh, pretty. Oh, but did Bourdain and Williams hang themselves? I thought I thought that we were Jay and their D's and I think the that was theory, just Carradine. Just Carradine. Yeah. Well, that, I that's asked a dude from Kill Bill, yeah. Yeah. yeah he okay. Jay. No, no, no. That, but there's speculation that Robin Williams and Bourdain both Jay their D's at the same time. Like again, doesn't make you a bad person. It's just a little embarrassing. It's just a little kinky. That's a little all. kinky. Uh, how about this guy, Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. I mean, are we? Listen, I don't condone any of his behavior, <sighs> but I got to tell you, when Off the Wall comes on and I'm in public. I jam out. I don't give a fuck. Of course. I, I, I was saying it on a different show that I was I, I was playing it at a party of mine and someone like was talking to me and as that song played, they were like, man, it's just not the same anymore, huh? I'm like, yes, it is. It's, it's still dope. What are you fucking talking about? But <laughs> I'm not, yeah. not enjoying this song now. Quincy That's, Jones producing that shit? That's a good album. What the fuck? Thriller. Thriller is one of the top 10 albums of all time, in my opinion. Still. Yes, yes. I don't it, care. It's so bizarre. I, I uh, It's... Your uh, product does not equal your personality. So yes, it just it it's weird to say that that'd be like if you were eating an amazing dinner is perfectly cooked T-bone steak and you're about to put the bite in your mouth and they're like, by the way, I just want to let you know our chef is a racist and you're like, <laughs> no, disgusting. Don't care. I don't want this anymore. Yeah, like, it's still good. It's, it's food. It's, it's still good. Well, it's a very puritanical view of life and and living you know everything is a wash of good and bad there's nothing perfect there's nothing okay uh michael jackson now cosby is an interesting one because you're like ooh. there's a i listened to the cosby podcast i don't know if you've heard this one it's mm -hmm. like unraveling cosby or something and that one's not oh woody allen banged uh or married his stepdaughter now that's a slippery slope too um who else is a piece? Wait, what, what were you saying that happened? About Cosby. On? So Cosby's tricky with me because I grew up with him and I do. Um, I love that Cosby show. And I still quote <laughs> it with my friends. And that one, you're like, well, he was really crazy. Like he was doing some really yeah. profoundly evil stuff there. It's it's also, I feel like a it's little tricky. bit, I feel like it's a little harder to, to disconnect yourself from their product because it's so close to their personality. Well, and it's direct evil. 
Like that yeah, to me seems like true. like actively drugging and raping pe- women is like direct evil. Like a, an insensitive drawing from a book in the 1950s or yeah. whatever that's from 60s is like, yeah, I mean, that's not great, but... I mean, well, what the fuck, man? Well, in the same light, though, what about Michael Jackson? Because right. Michael Jackson, if those accusations are true, which you can never find out now, but uh, if they were true, I mean, that that's pretty direct. But I'd still say I can disconnect from that that thing, that <laughs> situation for a <laughs> yeah. song. I I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think they link. I think it. I think it's it links for some people in their head and so for them they have to get out and that's okay you cannot listen yeah. to someone's music because of that but don't try to boycott it as though as their a, product i know it's don't so don't tricky. ruin things for other people just because it ruined it for you <sighs> i know i know i know and then what are you oh, gaining i know it's so silly and then what about comedy okay there are a million stand-ups i grew up loving that hated or made fun of women um <laughs> andrew dice clay i don't know if you guys ever heard of that little comedian who was selling out arenas in the 90s his whole act was like hey ickery dickery duck this bitch was sucking my cock <laughs> the clock struck two i dropped my goo hey and and like that was the character and that was the persona <laughs> and do i think dice really hates women i don't even care I don't care because I enjoyed him and I could see and I like being made fun of one of my favorite things is when my husband makes fun of me on your mom's house and calls me a big titted animal or whatever like it's an honor to be made fun of that's yeah, my that's, that's what I was gonna say you were talking about comedians that uh, make fun of women all the Jesus. time I was gonna say Tom Segura my favorite Tom Segura. comedian he's <laughs> <laughs> makes fun of him all the time yeah he calls me all kinds of shit <laughs> he's the best he's the fucking best oh and PS <laughs> by the way if you want to start boycotting what about country clubs uh, as far as I know, most country clubs did not allow Jewish people or black people into their doors until the 1980s. So there you go. Harvard. Yeah. Oh, and women couldn't go, uh, if you leave, to Harvard or be educated, really, until the 50s or 60s. Oh, <laughs> fuck, fuck you. Whoops. Fuck all of society before 2021. <laughs> Can we just say that it all wasn't cool? Yeah, it all sucked. COVID is what reset everything. We're good oh, now. Now so? we're good. Now now we're we're... So nice to each other you know everybody can be everything they want to be identifying i hope so and oh all that. and i hope they can but according to demi lovato lovato guys uh disney superstar i hope you guys have seen this on her instagram page what happened with the real thank you for sharing your knowledge and educating us always here's this repost it says quote this is not about being politically correct it's about being correct the refusal to acknowledge this stems from a misunderstanding of what transphobia is. Transphobia is not just prejudice or violence against an individual trans person. It is a belief that presumes non-trans people to be more natural than trans people. Only individual people can do it. Anyway, the point is that she's saying why gender reveal, gender reveals are transphobic. So uh. surprise. <laughs> I mean, guys. Oh, it's both insincere oh, and incorrect to pretend that gender reveal parties are not transphobic. You can't have your proverbial pink, blue, binary cake and eat it too. Okay, it, it's like. I so, mean, aren't aren't you just tired? I know. Aren't you just tired by now? <laughs> like, I feel like they wake up every day and they're just like, "Who? All right, who are we gonna who are we gonna talk shit about today?" Is Someone has not talked to me about being a woman today. I'm, it's feminism today. That's what I'm gonna. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna go. It's like I know. Jesus. Here's the thing. Like I love trans, my trans brothers and sisters. I have. I want everybody to feel 
comfortable, but you can't ensure everybody's comfortability on the planet at all times. And I think that's what this movement seeks to do. And it's just not possible. And and why why are we taking away the joy from a parent? Uh, I, I personally didn't do these parties because I why torture other people with a gender reveal party? <laughs> but right. I don't care. <laughs> that should be uh, the call. Like, don't do them because they suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah nobody <laughs> likes simple. your fucking dumb gender <laughs> party. That's just the truth. Like, they're just painful. But yeah, if you do like them, why why ruin that that enjoyment? Wait. Like, who who are they? Uh, uh, hurting is it the baby is that what they're saying well yeah because they're like you're you're labeling the, it says here the idea that sex is based on genitalia is inconsistent with science i, th I believe that statement is patently false i think that what is, <laughs> i think that uh your sex is 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 sometimes based on your gen then for the majority of people uh that would be accurate uh oh i'm gonna read a book on it you guys i'm gonna figure it out the point is it's all, it's nutty. It's, it's. You know uh, what it is, Annie? I think people have been so sidelined for so long because the white male patriarchy has been in charge for so long. And now yeah. everybody's like, F that man. What about me? And what about me? And everybody's so angry and they want to be seen and heard. And I, I totally, I, I sympathize. I do. But then it's like, okay, now what? Right. Now that you're seen and heard, what are you going to do with that? Now what? Is it are we all just tearing down stuff or are we what are we going to build after? What's the rebuild here? Is it just shitting on people? It's like comedy critics. I hate comedy critics. You're tearing down somebody's stand up. Okay, well what's the you you do something better, dickface. Then you make an hour of stand up. Yeah, it's it's Ugh, it's just me. like I mean, what I feel like we're trying to do, number 1 is to create a utopia which I think I've only heard one person in the world say that that's possible and what we want, which is Kanye West. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he's doing well. I've heard that he's, he's on a good thing. Okay. His mind's in the right place. But yeah. um, So I feel like we're trying to build that. And, and a, a we're trying to unite literally the world. And it's crazy because how long have we been called the United States? We're not even close not to even. a United State of California. It's like that's we are going to be divided if you if you tell us that we are all this amorphous you know it, it it's a super lame reference but i used to watch this cartoon when i was a kid mm. called fairly odd parents oh yeah and I there was that one. there was an episode where they were everyone was gray he was like someone called him ugly and he's like i wish everyone was the same and they were all gray everyone was a gray blob and then eventually someone was like no 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 you can't come in here this we are way grayer and blobbier than you <laughs> and it's like it, that's what will happen there will yes. always be some sort of divide that someone will create that has power and that doesn't want you to get there. You have to find your way in. You have get to find your way in and get in line and figure it out. Because hierarchy done. exists in nature. Hierarchy just yeah. exists. And I have to say, I enjoy being, sorry, second no, second okay. to Tom. I don't mind. Second I, to Tom. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't mind my second class status. <laughs> it's actually afforded me a pretty great life. Like I don't have to go and do comedy i i choose to do you understand tom who's the male the head of the household has to go do everything right and i'm like i don't know maybe okay sure well i mean Who like cares? i said though you I don't need the glory i mean <laughs> I, you know <laughs> i'm sure uh, uh red ribbon's fine I, I don't know what how difficult it is to be a comedian i imagine it's very difficult 
But like I said, I still think being a mom is oh, one of the most uh, uh, difficult jobs in the world. So 100%. I don't know about second to nothing. I'm sure you put Mr. Tom in his place sometimes. Please, all the time. Because yeah. here's a secret. Women are the center of the home. <laughs> yes, Did yes, you know that? Yes, he may yes. roll out on the streets, but mommy takes care of everything. What happens home. when he needs a little love? That's right. And I <laughs> regulate the kids. I regulate the husband. I make the white happen every 72 hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> in the middle, you're just like, where are those jokes, huh? Yeah, bitch. What happened to those fucking jokes you were saying earlier? <laughs> yeah, you ain't so fun- fucking funny now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right, my love. Okay, this is, let's do some follow-ups. Um, let, what are the voice? Let's do the voicemails, and then I'll get into Voice Voicemails. Boys, motherfucking man. Hey, mom. I've been reading about or listening to your toilet coffee maker, and there's a thing called toilet plume where every time you flush your toilet, microscopic particles of pee and poop are blown into the air. So every time I listen to you talk about your coffee maker in your bathroom, I think, man, she's probably drinking pee and poo coffee. All right. Just thought I'd put that out there. Thanks, dickhead. Have a good one. It's pretty cool. Fuck you. Pretty, well, you know what, nice bitch? Yeah, I drink pee-pee and poo-poo, but COVID didn't take my ass down. Why? Because yeah. I'm drinking pee-pee and poo-poo yeah. every day. <laughs> Keeping that immune system strong, baby. Strong! Yes, sir. Shut up. All right. Thanks I, for that. You, you know, I remember my mom was having the same conversation with me the other day about, um, I said, I told her to get a, a bidet. Mm. And she was like, yeah, but when the water splashes up doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't don't some particles come off and hit the thing that the water comes out of isn't that technically unsanitary i'm like mm. do you think that like mm. you can't have even one piece of bacteria in your body it's okay it's, it's okay. all there the brown's it, all there and and you know what for for those of you who disagree i just want you to know when you brush your teeth over that nasty ass sink of yours yep and that that water splashes and you don't think some of that gets on a toothbrush that you yeah, when you br- when Put you flush, all that Whoops. bacteria goes on your toothbrush too. The caca. Well, that's what he was saying. Spectacles, spectacles. What's the word I'm looking for? Spe- Spe- particles. 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 Gotcha. I'm tired. Okay. <laughs> oh god damn it. Okay, here <laughs> we go. Speaking of spectacles, mm-hmm. you could actually read whatever it was that was up here before. It was the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 I got my new one. Thing. On. I wow. I yeah. just realized I can't see. You can't see. You gotta get your um, eyeballs checked. I have checked, bad homie. eyes. Yeah, yeah spectacles. I, I My right eye is messed up. Jeez. Okay. Uh, I was listening to the most recent podcast and related to the woman calling in about the size of her child's penis. Even though I don't have kids yet. I'm nearing the end of my first pregnancy with my wonderful partner, but he has a tiny penis, especially for a (laughs) 6'5", 300-pound man. Now, this isn't an issue for me most of the time, but now I worry about my future son inheriting the small dog gene, small dong gene. Hmm. I was relieved to hear I wasn't crazy for thinking about the size of my unborn child's penis. We have agreed he will not be circumcised, but most of my rationale is just to preserve any length just in case it is below. I, I mean, I don't know what the point of this is. I was relieved to hear it. She was just relieved to hear it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, you worry about your kid's penis size. I think the question was like, is it appropriate to yeah. worry about your kid's dick size? Yeah, like, she was yeah, like, is it normal? It is. Do you think about that? Of course I do. Of course do. you do. You yeah. want your boys to be tall, brave, courageous, uh, not pussies. You want them to destroy and be savage. Yeah. And have super fat dicks. Super fat dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking duh. <laughs> uh, durr. 
You don't want them to be losers. Come on. All right. Any other voicemails, mommy? Let's go, Gene. Damn. I think that happens. Can't tell hey, this mommy. This is from episode 86, which is this week's episode. But I'm responding to the woman who said that she ate soup that she hated yeah. for far too long and realized that she could throw it away. Yeah. And it made me realize that you can say that you don't like a meal and choose not to eat it. Oh, wow. And I grew up in a house with <laughs> siblings and yeah. foster people that we took care of. Wow. And it was never allowed to just be like, I don't like this cream of mushroom soup dumped yeah. on a pork chop mixed with green beans. I don't like it. I don't want to eat it. Yeah. So now I will just sit there as an adult and eat food I hate. And then be like, oh, it's Mm-mm. good. I like it. No. I'm a no. grown-up. I can be like, I don't like this. I'm not going to finish this meal. <laughs> you don't have to finish it. And make me realize new things every single day. New things, everything. And I don't, I don't, I don't take home fucking leftovers from a restaurant either. No, I don't. I I don't want. I'm not going to eat it. You know, it's just going to sit in the fridge. Yep, it's going to rot. Yeah, why? Have white mushrooms on it. By the time you find it, you're like, God damn. I don't want a doggy bag. And then they always act so shocked. I don't want it. You know how disgusting it is to me. The doggy bag. That's what it's a dog. Your dog eats the fucking. Okay. Ah, dog. I was like, what yeah. are you doing this doggy bag thing? Yeah, because it. it's only so, worth to give to your dog. So leftovers. It's so ho- hold on. So hold sure. on. Wait. If if you if you cook the meal though, is it okay if so- if somebody doesn't like that meal, are they disrespectful to not eat it? Uh, I'll tell you what's disrespect. I think it's a disrespect if I if I invite you over to my house yeah. and I'm like I'm gonna cook you the specialty thing, this Hungarian chicken paprikash. I'm gonna make you like the best Hungarian shit. <clears throat> that my grandmother taught me how to make. Mm. It's going to take hours, bro. Mm. Hours, bro. And we're going to have wine and it's going to be dope. And you come and you don't eat my grandma's recipe. Like that's an insult. Yeah. Now, if it's just a Tuesday, I made some shake and bake and you're like, I'm not feeling shake and bake. That's fine. What do you think? Okay. I mean, I'm just one because, you know, her story, I was the opposite. As a kid, if I didn't like it, I'm not eating it. There's nothing. Like I said, I did not have that disciplinary oh, wall of right. you got to do this. All you the food on the table it. gets eaten. No. So I was on. I've never had that issue. I yeah. don't like it. I'm like, deleted. And I've learned to do that now as an adult. Like, I don't like the way this tastes instead of forcing myself. I, I, something tells me the dog doesn't have that same ethic. But. That that only only eats what, what he likes? I think he eats what he likes. What do you mean? No, but I think... <laughs> I bet he eats like... like he, if he ordered it, and even if it's not good, he'll be like, I'm still going to eat this because I ordered it. You is she, are is she so, right? You are so wrong. I would, I would not you think... You are so wrong. Really? Yeah. yeah. You, you, you would just not eat it. Christina, you don't get to, uh, you know, to vaccine weights only, you know, <laughs> you getting it, eating what you like. That's how you get there. Yeah, he, he just, likes food. He likes that's, it. That's the difference. Sorry, I, I misjudged you. I'm so sorry. Apology just, accepted. Just so you know what he's referring to on YMH last week, we discovered that Nadav is considered severely obese and therefore can get the vaccine early or just now. That's so funny. That's... It made me laugh. And, and, and to your credit, Adam, you do not look severely overweight. I wouldn't categorize you that. Wait. Every <laughs> every time I think of severely obese, I think of like uh, uh, what what was that uh, the the Mick 
guy, the Mick, uh, Mick oh, Super Size Me. Yeah, this, yeah, super yeah. Size, I think of like how, I think he got super big or am I thinking Did of he? a different dude? I think of the, the thousand pound sisters. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's I'm severely... thinking of like this table, basically. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. I do not at all think Nadab. That's, that's what I think like of that. as severely yeah, obese. Man, like that's that obese. fucking makes sense. You're like, oh yeah, she should be vaccinated yesterday. <laughs> She's not going to live through COVID. She's going to need at least like three or four vaccines. <laughs> like just shove them all in there. We got to, oh, <laughs> man. Dude, one of those sisters is so fat that the fat is in her forehead. <laughs> Have you even seen that? <laughs> that? It, it's like a hunch. Oh, her, my. Yeah. Like the man. fat has nowhere to go. That's and like so a, it makes her forehead fat. That's like that donut head thing they do in Japan, but it's like natural. What's a donut head? Uh, it was a thing that, or was it? Maybe might have been Korea where they they had like uh, <laughs> a, not collagen, but what's that silicone put in there? Like had their finger like this, and they like inject silicone, and it would make like a donut. Oh, in I've their never forehead. heard of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah there oh, you go. There you go. What what is it? Is it a Japan? It's Japan. Yeah, yeah. What's the? It's just they thought it looked cool. I don't know. Maybe do this thing. You could fuck it or something. Yeah, it's all Probably boils that. down to that. Yeah. Guys are trying to fuck it. I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty yeah. turned on right now. Really? So, no. Did you have sex with a donut head? <laughs> Hell no. Uh, wow, is this is this what, is this Japan? It's Japan. It's Japan. The yeah. Japanese are always coming up with fun. They're just quirky stuff. They yeah. are. <laughs> remember, and then there was this stuff called I think um, Egg Girls, where oh my, remember? God. And they, what is that? They had um, super tan skin, and they would do like white lips. Egg Girls. It's from the 90s. It's probably like. To, anyways, there was girls who were doing that stuff, and they were super, super tan, and they had bleachy hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. kind of like that? that, but it wasn't as cute as that girl. And they would bleach their hair and try to look like California blonde, but huh. way more extreme. Uh, uh-uh. uh, I, I don't think I, I was. It was ringing a bell, but I don't think I've heard of that. That's an old school one. Damn. Anyway, hmm. there you go. Have you ever? Do you get tans? Have you ever got tans? Tan like a fake one. Mm-hmm. One time in Hungary, I had a relative that forced me to do it. He's like, you look like you're dying. You need the fake tan. And I did it on like an old Russian, like Eastern blocky tanning bed. It was like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, I'm getting a- like radiation. <laughs> and that's the Gonna only time. Me. I don't believe, have you done that? A, a tan? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you want to get darker. I, I think I think people would just die laughing if I walked into a salon. They'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing here, man? Is our IT down or some shit? Like, what are you, what are you here for? Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> tan. If if anyone with my complexion gets a tan, uh, you got issues, man. <laughs> you got issues. What are you trying to do? I know. Gonna be a coal. <laughs> Black fucking as night on Wesley maybe, Snipes looking ass. Maybe they want to be, you know. Maybe Af- African. Yeah, yeah. That, I don't know. Shit. It is. It is starting to be that thing. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe well, because I've heard that it goes through phases where different skin shades come in and out of style. Like, <laughs> I've heard that. Like, it was cool to be a light skinned black guy. Like when Kid and Play <laughs> oh, was popular. Oh, I see where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being a light skin was definitely. <laughs> Uh, it was a, a superpower when I was growing up, and fortunately for myself, I don't have to worry about that now because I think it's the opposite. I think in school, wow. I think the dark kids would like the because they got that fucking dope hair that I could yeah. never get if I tried, where you can twist it in the braids and do, yeah. the, do the locks and all that. I I can't do that if I try. I have white girl hair. You do? <laughs> yeah, and it's thinning, so it's literally the worst of every situation <laughs> ever for a black man. Yeah, it look, looks terrible. <laughs> 
like a beanie. <laughs> hey. Hat game on. You're very on, stylish. On you're very stylish, though. You're probably the most stylish of all of us. I appreciate you. I will you. say that. I appreciate you. Do you want to um, give people some life advice? Life advice? <laughs> I'm the best. I have the best life, so yeah. it only makes sense that I would give it. Yes. Of course. Let's you and I are it. doing everything perfectly. Absolutely. Uh, this is what would Christina P. do. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Hi, Jean. My question for you from a fellow pot mama is, how do you explain the devil's lettuce to your kids? Do you treat it like alcohol? I don't see it as a drug, but my mom's voice in my head gives me the worst guilt about it. Help me take the stick out of my ass. Please keep them high and tight, B. Well, personally, I'll tell you what, B. Uh, I lie to my children. And <laughs> they don't know. I, look, they're five and two. So it hasn't come up yet. I'm not a huge pot person. I really am not. I don't have a good tolerance. When I drink alcohol in front of my kids, what's that, mommy? What's that? I say, it's grape juice plus. Which is plus, a reference like to that. Planet of the Apes. It's an old oh. 60s movie. <laughs> grape juice plus. And I say, yeah, it's it's whatever grown up stuff. I'm trying to figure out a way to not make it enticing and exciting. You used plus as that way. Oh, well, grape juice! It's grape juice plus. It's like, like grape, it's for grown ups. But you just said it's like grape juice better, basically. That's oh, what, and that's, and that's what my kid had oh, brain whoops. just heard. <laughs> it's like, like wait, superpower. Kid, you're saying there's like more grape in it? Like oh. what? What does it mean? There's more sugar? Is it gonna get me right. more go, hyper? Like, well, they don't like the smell of it. They're like mm, stinky. That, yeah, yeah. But I, I intend on lying to my children and saying that I don't do drugs and until stuff. they figure it out. Yeah. Mm. And then if they're and then but then Tom's like OD story is out there. <laughs> He's of the opinion that we should just be honest. I'm of the opinion of like just lie and say you. I mean, I really don't do. I I do would think? I would say be honest only because that will help you in times. I think that this this thing you know from being a kid, especially from being a rebellious kid. Yeah, you and I were both that. Yeah. Um. The more somebody tells you that you absolutely can't do I this know. thing and nobody does it, I uh, then, then I guess I am definitely going to do it. So um, I know. I, I'd say since it's going to happen anyway, more than likely they're going to do, they're going to drink, they're going to do drugs and all that. I would be truthful so that when there's a conversation where you really do need them to be truthful back to you, they will because they I can know. trust that you're telling them everything oh. they need to know. It is scary because it's like, you feel like you're opening that gateway, but I mean, you know it's gonna happen. You know there's gonna be a party that they're gonna say, oh, it's homework session, and there's gonna be drinks. And well, like I hope it just gets to pot and alcohol and yeah. not other, that's what I worry about is yeah. the other shit. Like, can't everybody smoke pot and, and did alcohol? Fine, fine, I just yeah. don't want the other the other stuff i don't I really don't know. I mean, this is one of the reasons why I wouldn't want to be a dad because I don't know. It's I, I feel like in in the same way that if they get the opportunity, especially if they're my kid, they're gonna do it. Same goes with the other drugs. And so I'd have to. I would want to be like, if you want to try it, we could do it once, like here. But at, at no super bad risk. idea. Bad idea. Don't do bad. that. You, you, like I, I I want to say, but I can't. There's I, no way. I don't want that. And I don't agree with the parents that are like, if you're gonna do it, do it here. Like then you're saying. Oh, so you don't even agree with that, like with alcohol or, or no. weed? Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Why not? If they're not 18, when you're 18, you can go do what the fuck you want. You're not under my roof. It's against the law to drink mm -hmm. as a minor, right? Right. So you're true. not allowed to break the law in my house. That's what I would say. Now, mm. we do have, I believe, one person that never has done hard drugs. Chris Larson, are you there? <laughs> How did your parents handle drugs and alcohol and the talk with you? How was that handled? That you didn't, because you never done, right? Like hard drugs? 
Yeah, no, I've never done hard drugs of any kind. The closest I ever got to was weed, and that wasn't until that wasn't even until really after college, actually. So, how did your wow. parents scare you out of this? Was it fear, or what? What tactic did they I don't use? No, if they ever really scared me out of it, they like we had a weed experience <laughs> in high school. Like my friends were all smoking weed, and then my friend had a bad reaction, and then my mom had to come over and see what was going on, mm. and then we had to take them to the hospital. It was a, it was a whole ordeal. Um, so maybe that probably had a bit of an effect for me throughout college. Cause like the first time I saw someone else I know do weed, they literally started spasming on the floor. It was Shit. not a great, oh. that does experience. not sound like weed. So that it sounds, sounds like, like a, a little yeah. bit of fear, which is yeah. good, it's which is a good. motivator. It's not, but, but it's I funny like though. This. I like the way that he said it. He's just like, I don't think they really had to scare me. Like I'm kind of just a good person. I'm like, kind, well, are... Chris is pretty mellow by nature. He's not in a, you know, I don't, you don't strike me, Chris, as the rebellious adventurous type. Right. Now, did your parents say things? Did they talk to you about drugs? Did they say I've tried pot before? Blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't. I can't remember them ever talking about drugs, really, or or alcohol, for that matter, because it was never really so much of an issue with me. It was more of, like, an issue. Maybe my sister had a bit of, like, party element in high school, but I wasn't that guy, and I, I guess they just never felt the need to tell me about it because they, I, it was pretty obvious I already knew what was up. Yeah. <laughs> your experience, your relationship with your dad, was it, like, if if you could just say it in a sentence growing up, like, you know, because I was saying that I didn't have the fear of my dad. Can you agree that that was like a thing where you had this level of of respect for right. your dad where was you knew deterrent? you couldn't cross a certain line or it was not like that at all? You, you didn't even think about that. Uh, well, yeah, I would say that's familiar because I, I like my mom was always more of the disciplinarian because she always had to do the things to discipline me but like if my dad like it was more of like my mom's handling the day to day if my dad gets involved it's an issue you're fucked yeah yeah okay yeah that's so our same yeah, yeah that and that's if dad I mean, gets involved you're at level 10 bro that's the thing and so that's yeah, why it doesn't have 10. to there's no it's not that he would fuck me up but you just think that you just know yeah. that now we're there at that point you're at that height yeah don't, I, don't I tell dad up. now josh zolo are you you're in there um, how was how were drugs and alcohol handled in your family? Um, my parents were always really open about it and open with like their experiences with it. That was like their whole approach to it. Um, like so, they would say, for instance, "Yeah, I've done cocaine." Yeah, and mm. I I had a good time on it, but I don't advise you to do it. Or what's the lesson? How would they phrase it? I don't know. Like, I mean. They would tell me not to do it as, like, a kid. But, like, my parents were, like, hippies. Mm. So, like, they they did a lot. And they were always really open about it with me. And, I mean, I'm not sure if that is the best way to go about handling it for yeah. a kid. Because you're just seeming like, oh, okay, like, it, it's normal to do. My parents that's, who are my role models have done this. So, it's okay. Yeah. That's what I... And and look, I, even though pot is legal now, mm-hmm. I I worry that it's the permissiveness of like, hey, every way it's fine, do it. Even drinking, I oof, in moderation in front of those kids, because like that's that's the programming. Yeah, you know, right, my right. dad drank a twelve hour like every night, and <laughs> I didn't know that was weird until Tom was like, yeah, your dad's an alcoholic. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I will say one other thing. Yes, um, that. 
one thing I think my parents did do was uh, whenever we would see other parents handling the drug and alcohol situation not great, they would definitely shame them. They were like, "That's that's not a <laughs> that's not okay to let your your ten year old daughter have a sip of your beer. Like that's not okay. Oh. Like you oh, shouldn't wow. do that kind of thing." Like, Interesting. So they would punish somebody else around you. Yeah, as you like a point statement. out. My dad would do that. That was a good one too. That's a good parenting tactic. Like, oh, you see that guy over there. You know, he's doing drugs. The mm-hmm. guy's messed up. He's on drugs. This guy's on drugs here. This guy's, you know, he's the guy's stealing. This guy's doing bad things. And right. then you learn from that example stuff. <laughs> By the way, I will give my dad credit because he would always say, he goes, Christina, most people are either mentally ill or on drugs. <laughs> and now... Most people? Most people. And I did not believe him <laughs> until this year. And I'm like, that's really accurate. <laughs> Holy shit, he was right. Yeah, he's so Everyone's right. crazy. Yeah. Well, I got to take a piss real quick. He oh, was you got so it, you right. Got Fuck it. Do you have to pee too? I, I don't. We'll be right back. I pissed. I'm back. Yeah, I was going to say... It? it was fucking so good. It I love great. peeing. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, you it's so interesting you i feel like you are on the complete opposite side of the spectrum yeah. when it comes to like how the comfort of bathroom things oh right you yeah. like you enjoy it to the fullest the and fullest. i absolutely <laughs> detest every millisecond that i am in that bathroom yeah. talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> nothing it's we'll, so interesting we'll get you to the middle to where <laughs> you're just comfortable enough maybe mm. with immersion therapy that's what we're doing at studio jeans we talk mm. about brown and yellow and white <laughs> all day long that should be our flag for studio jeans brown, brown yellow and white yeah we no discrimination here we brown yellow white red it's all the same it's here. perfect it's all the same oh um, but apropos our discussion of drugs i do feel like kids grow up and grow into the people you are like you 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 unconsciously will become what you see a lot that's true and like my dad yeah, he was he was a party guy, but I lived with my mom, who I like surprisingly led a pretty straight and narrow life with my stepdad. Aside from the crime and and uh, <laughs> um, and they they basically like to eat a lot. That was their vice, uh-huh. and that surprisingly is and, my vice. And do crime. And do crime. Okay, yeah, was different. I was. Totally <laughs> <laughs> not Okay, okay, it's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, it's uh, fascinating. Mm. It's fascinating. Okay. Um, oh, I wanted to read. Oh, I don't. I, I don't have my phone with me, but I, I will yes, just just to go. button that too. I, I will say I agree because uh, um, I did end up without like you know my dad gave me maybe I don't know four or five years before he was like pretty much gone and then like mm. a little bit here and there, but even just in that time, still I feel like I've became my dad in like in a lot of good ways i don't mean like as a carbon copy definitely not we're very different people but uh i have taken a lot of what he did like i remember he was the type where it was so weird no matter who he was talking to he would answer a phone he wouldn't even know who it was that was talking to him and by the end of the conversation he'd have something from them like you ever seen those videos from grant cardone yeah where he's like calling he's like why don't you buy ten thousand books while you're at it he's (laughs) just like okay yeah what like how do you and I, I definitely took that from him in the sense of uh, it's it's just looking for opportunity. There's always something on the table. Would you like to get it? Like, you can have it. You don't have to do anything, like, sketchy. You could just, do you want it? Or do you want to go get it? So I, I got that from him. I got... Uh, uh, Which is such a good resilience. Yes, because we, listen, I talk shit about my parents all day. But the best parts of them, I carry with me. 
Yeah. And I absolutely am so grateful for their resilience and, and their flares and their oddities and all that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. If, uh, but that's a great trait. What your dad, knowing to when to see opportunity, man, I wish like, I wish, I wish in formal education, they taught this stuff as well. How to seize opportunities. I don't think it would work. Them. You think so? I don't think it would work if everybody did it. I think that's the reason why, why it works. go-getters get it is because not everybody else does. <laughs> There's so it. much opportunity left on the table by people who don't that 100%. go-getters are just going to swipe all that shit out. They're like, oh, all this is for me? Like, yeah. <laughs> easy. Yeah. What are you talking about? And it takes a special question. person because my stepfather came from India and he had absolutely nothing and he built his empire three times. He filed bankruptcy and became a millionaire three times. Now, Jeez. did he do all that shit legally? No. <laughs> <laughs> but a little bit of that had he taken that brain and look he did, he did he did what he did he was a bright fucking guy yeah he was a bright guy and your it's, dad too okay so other stuff what did you learn for, i cut you off uh the seeing uh, opportunities you said well so this it's interesting because i've always thought that it was a good thing but i heard from you last and i've been stuck on this word now for so since you said it Hyper vigilance. Hyper vigilance. Yeah. He taught me that not didn't even say anything without telling me. I just you know again I, I like you said I just mirror him. So when I go into a room, I know the exits. I know who's around, what they are kind of like, what the situation. And if I go into a party, I know every single person like they're they're at least some type of profile on like their psychology. I know mm -hmm. it to an extent. It's your Jason it Bourne training. We both it, have been to the school that's why that's <laughs> why i i don't think i'll ever like a series that much because uh watching jason Bourne was not only like the coolest movie ever for me as a kid but i also grew into realizing that i did those things and yeah. i was like oh my god like, i do that yes but i'm obviously he was a thousand times cooler but it was like so cool someone that that's like me oh whoa, he's a badass be him so bad i he's... want those skills Jason Bourne is the coolest. He would beat everyone. All these stupid, like, you know, what ifs, like, Batman or Superman? Jason Bourne. All right. All day. Fuck Batman yeah. and Superman. <laughs> so cool. Batman but you also Superman. realize, Any, that this is a result of trauma, this hypervigilance. See, that's what I heard from you last, and I was like, I thought this was a good thing. Hmm. <laughs> well, my therapist has told me over the years, hyper. so hypervigilance is when you're trying to cover your bases so that nothing bad happens. If nothing bad happens... <laughs> I won't have to feel a certain way, whether it yeah. be shame, guilt, depression, anger, whatever the feeling is you're trying to avoid, hypervigilance, and our, well, that's no CD, right? That's an OCD where you're trying yeah, to. Yeah, uh, it is obsessive, absolutely. Yeah. And I got it when I had my children. I had really postpartum stuff where I was like obsessively buying supplies. I got to make sure there's enough diapers. I have to make sure there's enough formula. I have to make sure there's enough wipes. And, and I would go through that OCD or checking the monitor. I got to check the monitor. I got to check the monitor. Um, so there's good and bad to it. <laughs> it's actually done me really well in life. Exactly. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's it took me this far. Maybe I don't need it for the rest. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'll talk about it in therapy whenever I get into that. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, man. yeah. Like it was, um, for me, I know where it came from. Uh, it was, first of all, my dad. And then second, it was, uh, it combined easily with, uh, not wanting to be controlled. And that came from seeing so many things take over my mom's life, like mm. the divorce, the jobs that were treating her like garbage for forever, this and that and that. And I was just like, I, not only do I want to get, you know, I never want to be there, but I want, 
to remove her from all of like I want to just be able so she can just be like I'll, I'll just live and wake up and cook and whatever and go back to sleep mm -hmm. you could just do that and so that yeah it just it stuck with me until I was able to do that and I have not been able to do that yet I mean I I helped take You're her out of debt but on your way once, once I get her that house, maybe I could chill out. Maybe I could, <laughs> oh, you're the best. You're may, sweet. Maybe I won't. Uh, but don't you, it's interesting exits. what motivates people because I think, oh gosh, like it's such a wacky thought I always have about my kids. Like, mm. I wonder what it's like to be positively motivated. And I wonder if I've ever met anybody on this planet who had a great childhood and is highly successful. I don't. No, and I'm like, man, right. is that just the secret sauce? Is having parents who kind of neglected you or abused you? Because let me tell you, like, the people with the worst childhoods are A, the funniest. <laughs> Always. Sometimes the most talented musicians. Yeah. The most, look, there's a reason those lists of people I said were all fucking nightmares. It's not because they're bad people. It's probably because they were raised deficiently and they were neglected and they didn't know any better, dude. That's why, you know, what's that saying? Hurt people hurt. It's, right. They're not inherently bad. They're just stupid. They have bad ideas. It's, it's, uh, like, oh. man, it, you know, you know what I think though, too, is it's not necessarily the parenting that has to be bad, but I feel like your situation <laughs> in some way has to be, has to be shit so that you yeah. have that fire. That's like, I need to get out of this. I need to, I need to I break free from whatever it could be. You're in a bad area. It could be your school sucks. You get teased every day. What? It's got to be something. I feel like that sucks. Adversity. Something. Adversity. Because because I think yeah I think your parents could be super loving and caring and give you all the attention and all that, but your social life is trash or whatever. And it's like yeah. so you have things that you have to, to rise to, above. Yeah to to give you goals. Because without goals, then yeah, why would you? And you see, because we've taken away the adversity from kids today. What is adversity? Mean? Meaning like, <laughs> like what you're just saying, like your socioeconomic status. Okay, back in my day, let's say it's bullying. Um, so wait, adversity is like struggle? Struggle. Okay, okay cool. Yeah, like, um, I'm done. you know, done. I had bad teeth growing up. So that's mm -hmm. why my teeth are perfect now. They are. <laughs> thank you. Beautiful. But because I grew up, thank you. I grew <laughs> up with really bad, I had a huge gap and I had braces and I had headgear and I was teased relentlessly for my teeth or my clothing because I was an immigrant. I dressed like a fucking. Wait a minute. You had the braces like. Bro, I had a no headgear. No at way. night, not at school. I would never wear it to school. Oh. But yeah, it was so embarrassing. Did you, did it, your friends ever see it? Fuck no. No. Why that shit in like the darkness of my room, like curtains drawn. Like, Someone's got a picture like that fucker ain't me. She looks like shit though. She looks crazy. Yeah. Fucking I would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Damn. I think that they're trying to erase the normal process of adversity and rising above and having somebody be like, your shit's all fucking wag, dude. Your shoes are fucked up. You're an immigrant. Your food yeah. stinks. What is yeah. that shit? Your mom packed you, dude. Your lunch sucks. And then you go, fuck you. Your lunch sucks. And that's how you rise above. And I think because we're trying to sanitize the environment for children so much today, you can't say, oh, yo mama come back because that's insulting oh to women. God. You can't bring a fucking peanut butter sandwich. It's like, these kids are now eating each other on social media. If yeah. they're not bullying out in the real world, well, then they're going to go on TikTok or wherever and eat each other alive. And they're Wait. eating this horse shit. Dr. Seuss, cancel, cancel. They're digging in the past to find things to be angry because humans need that 
fuck you, that fight. And you can't take that away from people, man. And talk about like, you know, digging in the past and finding stuff that Get the whatever. Fuck out of these here. These days, can you imagine all the stuff that these kids are now doing? For instance, every one of your TikToks ever. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> and like 30 years later, this is all now digitally documented forever. You, I know. It's like, you want to do the digging, man. Like it's it's going it's gonna to get real uh, uh, interesting in the future it's when gonna, everything can be It's going to take enough of these SJ dubs people, these warriors who are out there, you know, canceling everybody for someone to go dig in their dirty laundry yeah let's go see what's in fucking demi lovato's uh <laughs> i mean people do this dirty underwear yeah people but i'm saying this. like if enough of these people are like listen stop being so self-righteous everybody's got bad things that they've said or done because we're human that's just it oh it yeah. makes me crazy it, it, uh, yeah it's it's such a um it, you know what it does is it creates i think people that are like me where now i'm hyper vigilant about everything i say do think feel because if you might use it in a bad way you just never know that's what's so happening gotta be careful this generation be careful oh, it's like dude, what a way to live yeah why are we doing why are we trying to pretend like utopia is where we want to be it's not that doesn't that's not real <laughs> utopia is not real no there's there's got to be something with utopia there will be no goals because there's nothing to improve oh you need God. stuff to improve but and but also it's it's it also bugs me that people try to uh, do that ripple effect a little too far. Like for instance, I, I like to upbring and, and give motivation and positivity and whatever to all my people. But my, my people's very, you know, I have a very select group of people and I know that I can, I know their situation. So I know that the, the resources that I give them will have real value, but to just like spread my thoughts and opinions and <laughs> like what I think is going to fix the world to the entire to world. Everyone, it, everyone. I, I don't know. It's it's such an interesting well, concept that you what's think scary you can solve the world. In, no. And what's scary in the phrasing of the Demi Lovato post is that, what does she say? Will you bring that up again? This is what worries me. It's not the, you know, the baby shower thing or whatever. Talking about the part about illusion? No. This word here. The wording in this is scary. Okay. This Which is one? not about being politically correct. It's about being correct. So the idea that there is an absolute truth, there is an absolute right way of being, and Demi Lovato knows it. And if you don't adhere to what she's saying, you are wrong. You are immoral. Not that we just disagree. You are immoral. That's, what, that's what's dangerous about this kind of stuff. Not that trans people are bad. I love trans people. Yeah, it it, it it reminds like, ooh, me that's scary it's interesting because to me i feel like it has a parallel with what uh extremists of religion like it's the do. same shit it's, it's ideology the same thing yeah it's like you don't you don't believe that uh everybody yep. should pray at seven yep. o'clock at night yep. well you are you a garbage person yeah we're gonna stone In, you to death infidel. like that. infidel same okay thing. what else do i have um are these mom confessions depressing or are they fun Zolo. Mom confessions. Um, I think they're okay. Let's yeah. close on Pajitsky effects. Two <laughs> <laughs> right. mom confessions later. I don't want to leave them on a depressing. <laughs> Let's do a, a voicemail if I have any. I have one for later. Hey, mom. Yeah. Uh, just calling. Wanted to share my uh, Pajitsky effect. So I'm 26, and when I lived with my parents, 
Uh, I used to really like uh, English muffins. I thought they were the best. Mm, they are good. And uh, I've been obviously living on my own for a few years now. And just this year, I realized that I could buy English muffins <laughs> at the store and still eat them. They're not gone forever. Wow. I can yeah. whenever I want. It's the best. It's revolutionary. Yeah, right? It's a revolutionary Thanks. thought. <laughs> It's for for me and I feel like most boys, it's when you go to the toy store and you're like, wait a minute. You see all the toys that used to be like, yeah. mom, can we get these? And yeah. every time, no, get that out of the cart. And you look at them, you're like, man, if only I could. <sighs> start fucking loading yeah. your cart and nothing but toys. With this green stuff in my pocket, I can buy whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. So what's your, you said you had one? You were thinking you had a, an Um Yeah, it comes from also... <laughs> Uh, my mom, she, when I was a kid, um, when she would make me wash dishes and I say make, cause that's the, my least favorite chore in the, in the world of me chores. Too. I, I hate, hate it. Dishwashing, but, um, I hate it. so what she would make me do is clean the dish, God. um, like, you know, spotless, um, and then put it in the right place in the dishwasher and, you know, put it in and do the cycle and then it's done. Then put them all in the in the cabinet and there was a time where i i remember there was like this thing i couldn't get off of mm -hmm. it so i put it in the dishwasher for it to wash it and she took it out and she was like did you put like the food or what you know because i knew i wasn't supposed to it wasn't like a uh, i was confused i was just trying to get away with it i was like oh, maybe it'll scrub it off yeah. or something uh she was like you don't do that like you put them in there if it's clean only and i was like all right and i grew up being a roommate who was like hey guys like oh. if we put oh, no. I, in my head i thought and so someone i forget oh, it was a no. video i was watching and they were like uh they had oh oh it was a fucking commercial it was like a dial commercial or something and they were just putting dishes di dirty dishes in the dishwasher and i'm like <gasps> i'm like what the fuck are they doing <laughs> and then exploded. and then i had a the real is it i'm like wait a minute it's a fucking dish yeah washer yes wait why did i only put clean dishes in the dishwasher to clean them again i know i did that my whole life i know up until that's not that long ago that was like maybe a couple maybe a year ago I know, because <laughs> my parents trained me the same way. The dish must be clean before you put it. Then why, why have the dishwasher? Why, why did they do, like, where does that logic, that logic must come from something. Because back in the day, you you had to really, really, really clean them because the dishwashers were shit. Like, they would just sterilize the dishes, oh. I think. I mean, even now, like, you still can't, can you put dirty ass dishes in yours? That cleans the whole damn thing. Yeah. Well, I got to make sure, because I'm still doing what you're doing, making sure it's spotless <laughs> and then just sanitizing. It made me so mad <sighs> to think about the amount of times I did double I work. Hate I'm like, it's too. a. This robot was specifically built <laughs> to know, take my robot. my least favorite chore away from me, and I did it anyway. I know it's so horrible. Yeah, you know what? I had an effect um, this what morning. Happened? So I actually I got brand new reading glasses for mom's mom eyes, and I realized that I can keep these by my bed, so that when I wake <laughs> up and I check my phone, I'm not like <laughs> like doing that as a mom. I'm like, what? Why aren't these? These should be everywhere. I should have like five reading glasses that I just have around the house. 
Because I don't use them because I don't want to go find them. That's so funny. I was going to ask you why Damn you it. had two yeah. cases here. God damn it, because one's for far and one's for reading. Oh, I see, I see. Because my fucking eyes are old. But you're saying you bought, so you bought multiple. Well, I'm gonna. Or you're going, you haven't done I'm it gonna. yet. You just realized Yeah, I was it. like, wait a minute. Because I have two reading glasses. One's now by my bed and one is here. I'm like, I should just have more. I, I could, ha I could have even girl. more than two. Shit. No kidding, man. Yeah. We should just have paper plates too. Why are you and I even fucking with dishware at this point? Uh, speak for yourself. I use paper plates. Yeah. Yeah. I like them a lot. Only. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're three guys. Like <laughs> you should have paper plates. We we uh, if, if we had dishes, I'm pretty sure we would all just be upset with each other. Oh, it's it the worst. Just like who fucking who didn't wash the plate? I know. And we'd have like one plate, <laughs> plate. two forks. You're like, who has the fork in their room? Come on, guys. We talked about this. Now, do you guys jazz up your paper plates and put them in the wicker? cozy my dad had paper plates what there's like a wicker cozy plate holder and you can put the paper plate in the wicker cozy that's if you want to be fancy but you guys don't want to be fancy uh, uh, i mean no I, I guess i'm i'm bumming it <sighs> look Shit. you gotta see this we straight bum squad in my house shit's really real my Why dad used to have this and i was like this is a fancy dinner yeah this shit you put your paper what? plates in that if you want to be fancy <laughs> I mean, that's what my dad exactly that shit. So. That looks like the that's shit. That's exactly. It looks like the shit they be carrying fruit on and balancing on their head and shit. <laughs> yeah. That's what that yeah. looks. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, that's what no, you do. I, I mean. I've never. That's I've if never a lady that. came over, he would put the paper plate in that. Yeah, that's right, girl. <laughs> nah, lady comes over. It's it's Postmates. Hell yeah. Yeah, don't worry, I got this. Easy. No worries. <laughs> Eat out of this Chinese food box. Yeah, the only okay. dishes we have are, are for Ashan, my my uh, the, the guy he that cooks. saved you. All he roads cooks. lead back to Ashan, and he yes. cooks. He co he is a chef. Like we we got him chef knives for his uh, for his birthday. He's the best. He was tripping. This homie's made all types of shit. Now we're just <laughs> like, man. Well, I got I got an air fryer finally, and it's ah. really really a revelation. It it halves the time it takes to make shake and bake. So I'm I'm really stoked. Hell yeah! I don't ever okay. cook, so I wouldn't know. No, you're too young. You will. No, I'm just dumb. I'm not just <laughs> Okay, here's another one. Hi, Mommy. The other day I offered to make sandwiches for me and my husband. He said we'd have to go to the store because the bread we had was starting to mold. I said there's only one or two spots. You can just cut those spots off. For context, I grew up as a poor latchkey kid and throwing even somewhat viable food away was something my mother just didn't allow us to do. Now I'm 28 year old. I'm, I am a 28 year old homeowner. And it wasn't until my main jeans looked at me with pure disgust that I realized I am in fact financially secure enough to go to the store and buy more food <laughs> if what we have has started to turn. I can even do so without being riddled with guilt over leaving half a loaf of $1 bread uneaten. Keep them high and tight, Liz. Yeah. How many times have you done that shit before? You mean like eating rotten bread or? Yeah, eating rotten shit in your house because Hell no. I, I won't because, again, I, I grew up with a, with a weird thing with food. You know what I'm saying? That's a... Yeah, I don't eat nothing that don't look, smell, taste exactly well, how not, I want. Not now. I'm saying yeah. back when I was a kid. Okay, uh, I had a Pajitsky effect tonight while enjoying a Friday evening outside by the fire pit with my family. I was having my celebratory Friday night cocktail when I ran inside to break the seal. After my relief, I realized I wanted another drink, something I did not anticipate when I ran inside. But I was sad because I left my cup outside by the fire and I couldn't possibly dirty another cup. 
<laughs> then I realized I'm a grown ass adult who pays the fucking mortgage <laughs> and my water and power bills. And I have a hundred percent right to just grab a new cup of vodka and soda while I'm inside and get back to the relaxing outside ASAP. Keep high and tight, Stacey. That's a huge one. I just did this too the other day with water. <laughs> Last night with water, I had my water cup and I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to get a fresh one. I'm like, yes, I do. I don't give a shit. Good for you. You deserve it, Stacey. Get that fresh one. Make it cold, crisp. Uh, cold and crisp. You All right. deserve it. Let's do one last one and then we'll um, have lunch. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hi, Mommy Tina. A big portion of my childhood, we lived in a trailer and we didn't have space for all of our clothes in the small closets in the trailer. So we would have a seasonal bin and every spring and fall, we would switch out our summer clothes for our winter clothes and vice versa. Then the bin of clothes we weren't using would go to our storage unit. Well, now I am an adult and I have a house with a real closet. I realize that I don't have to take an entire day to rotate my clothes. <laughs> between my bin and my closet twice a year i can just put all my clothes in the closet and save storage space in my shed for other things i should just have all my clothes together available at all times and stop this ridiculous clothing system altogether life changed sydney from utah yeah i do this too i rotate sometimes yeah and i'm like i don't have to do that anymore I'm not gonna lie, I still do that. You it's, rotate? It's like well not like like a clothes <laughs> clothing selection, but like yeah. the dirty and clean. It's just oh. the it's just the you know, mm. that one bin. It just it's either dirty or clean and everything else is on the floor or Oh yeah, on the floor. Yeah. I've or, made peace with the fact that I'm just a pig and then I throw shit on the floor. I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna try to be better. I think we've uh, highlighted that yeah. right on <laughs> <Sure>. this show. <laughs> There's a whole Instagram <laughs> Uh, devoted to me really is it there it? i think nadav is posting them on the ymh studios right is that the, the page it's on zolo yeah you can see all my filthy habits in the studio nadav documents them and they post them so i'm not gonna see. lie sometimes it is very confusing how you even manage to yeah like there'll be like coffee in water and you're like how did <laughs> at what point would that i'll just throw it away i Thank don't you. get it Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> you well, <laughs> I appreciate you noticing and I appreciate you being here. Thank you. You did a fantastic job. Thank you so much. Um, and for what it's worth, I feel like I feel like a mom, I feel like a parent can't turn off being a parent once they're a parent. No. So I feel like you're a mom even it's when done. you come in here. Yeah. And uh, for what it's worth, I think you're a great mom. Oh, thanks, buddy. I, I appreciate mom. that. I, I agree. You can't turn it off. It's like once once that switch is flipped, you're just, you're forever changed. Literally. So. You come in here like, what are you eating, baby? Are you okay? <laughs> What do you need? No. Are you good? You guys are all my children. <laughs> We're all my adult, dopey children. <laughs> We're adult, stupid kids. <laughs> oh, well, I love you, Annie. Thank you for being here. And to all too. my boys in the studio, you guys are the best. And um, okay, until next time, stay cool, moms. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at?